St. Pete Sam, and that's my brother, Max Flowers, and this is Under the Influencer. Sure, we sit down and have a drink with the influential people of Tampa Bay. And on today's episode, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> you have been my longtime radio friend turned real life friend, the co-host of Drew Grubble Live with John Senning. John Senning. <laughs> I, I, I am a fan. I am a uh, St. Pete Sam super fan, fanboy. Uh, yes. uh, now it's becoming a family affair. Uh, Max, it's a pleasure to be in your presence as well. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming to my treehouse. Before we start, I'm going to address this because oh. it needs to be addressed. Oh, on the way here, oh, I was I was gonna say it. I am so glad that you were saying it because I, I didn't want to come speak clean out. because yeah. the embarrassment is just looming yeah, right foot below the surface. Thank you. You know the light to turn left to come here, right on thirty yes. seventh. Yeah. Well, John was behind me, and I didn't know that. <laughs> and the light turned green, and I was looking at my phone. Oh my god. And I did that thing where, like, I looked up. I didn't know how long it'd been yellow, <laughs> so I couldn't make the decision. So I just said, oh, forget it. I'm just going to wait. Sorry, whoever's behind me. And then you do that glance of, like, is that someone who yeah. wants a gun or, like, yeah. a road oh, rage? I said, oh, thank goodness. But then I had to call you and formally apologize because that's what I wish I could do to all the people I do that to. Yeah, I think that we've reached the level in society now where that it, you should be grateful for that person yeah. behind you uh, as long as they're not going to shoot you uh, just to just to let you know hey uh, you've been sitting here for a while uh, we've gone through a cycle of a light and it is time to go now so I feel like more people than not are buried in their phone at a red light yes. so it's actually just becoming a common courtesy to be like hey bud it's time to uh, you know get back in the in the game and, <laughs> and like, drive okay stop swiping stop scrolling yeah. we're going now I also think there should be like a second down alternative to the honk like there's should be just a yeah. uh, pardon me like, like, a, like yeah. there, <laughs> a little bell <laughs> there is something super aggressive about every horn ever so it's just i think people have that belief that the horn is like do, are we okay to curse you? of course yeah. the, the horn is like what the fuck dude yeah uh, yeah but when really it should just be like hey like hey i think you uh, can uh, go now excuse me sir do you mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was so embarrassed and then i was on the phone with you and it almost happened a second time because <laughs> you were on the phone so i just Rolled through and we arrived. Thank you, thank you. And, and the thing was too is that it all happened so fast, and I was I was looking and I was like, I think I recognize those stickers, and I'm like, could it could it be Sam? Really, is it? And then before I could even finish the thought, my phone was ringing, and you were there to uh, out yourself. So I said sorry, but now that that's off my chest, I think we can continue. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you unburdened yourself, and uh, I'm the most chill. I often think it's more fascinating to find out how long the person will sit there. So rather than beep and be in a hurry, I'm like, can we just wait out three light cycles here? Like how long? Exactly. <laughs> if I've got nowhere to be. Yeah. The content must be really good that day. Whatever they're watching or they're on a dating app. Uh, no, that was, I was just scrolling. But anyway, I'm, th I'm thankful you came and did Thank this. Thank you. This is amazing. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be here. This place is beautiful. You got a great setup. And like I said, I'm, I'm a fan. Everything you guys do and been putting out looks so great and sounds so great. So I'm just glad to be here. Well, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yes. And I think we should, this is under the influencer, which every time we talk about that, I would say when we get under the influencers, I almost, I'm like, we're like, wait, no, that's not the, like that's under, not the like, way to see, say it. So I, when we went on recently, we went on to promote the podcast on um, day, daytime. daytime. 
And I, I had, I stumbled <laughs> midway through the conversation because, you know, you're sitting there on the couch and you're talking and they've got like your logo really big on the, on the monitor below you and all the things that say under the influencer everywhere. And they had asked something about getting to know why people. did you want to do this yeah. or something? And I'm or... telling this whole story and I was like, you know, there's all these influencers and, and people you recognize. And we just wanted a chance to, and I wanted to say, get, get under, under them. <laughs> <laughs> And I realized I can't say this on daytime TV. I'll sound like an idiot. So instead I just went, you know, just hand gestures. And Sam rescued me at some point. I'm here for like, whatever, whatever you guys want to do. I'm well, game. Well, always I, wanted to get under you. Yeah. Yes, this is my confession. If we want a little roughhousing <laughs> before I get I out mean, of here. You didn't see him make your drink. Yeah. So. Yeah. It is delicious. It is delicious, by the way. The transfusion is, is just I delightful. Had to do a transfusion. It's beautiful. Yes. Well, let's start with kind of where you started in media because you are now <sighs> co host Drew Grabar Live, massive radio show mm -hmm. in Tampa Bay. So, mm -hmm. at what point in life? Did you feel like that's the direction and maybe some, what were some of the shows you were listening to where you were like, I want to be that person. It's crazy because it really is uh, as, as early as I can remember. I feel like that's a thing that people say, uh, but I have somewhere in my possession at home, my fifth grade yearbook. And uh -huh. it said, where will you be in 20 years or 30 years? And I said, uh, I'll be hosting a morning show in Detroit, Michigan. That was, uh, that was, that was what my, my goal was always, you know, to be on the radio. And uh, it was, it probably started because I would go to work with my dad. My dad was a giant uh, talk radio nerd in, in Michigan. We had Drew and Mike. That was the big legendary morning show who around the country were like one of the only shows that ever competed with Howard Stern. And uh, I was just a fan. It was super kind of what we do now, juvenile, over the top, uh, <laughs> you know, raunchy humor uh, that I fell in love with when I was really young. And I always just it was so many people have different reasons for why they got into radio and I don't want to undersell why I did it. But I also at a young age just realized that people hated their jobs and that people specifically to tie my dad. in again, like, I just feel like my dad hated his job and that was the closest <laughs> thing that I could see. And I was like, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to love my job. And I just connected it to these dudes joking around every single morning with their friends as the way to do something that I loved. And it never really, uh, it never went away. So I was chipping away at it slowly but surely, uh, you know, ever since then. So that was that was the beginning, uh, third, fourth, fifth grade when I was had the tape recorder out, uh, you know, making pretend radio shows in my bedroom. That's amazing. Like to have that foresight at that age. Like I'm pretty sure in fifth grade I wanted to be a tornado chaser. Yeah. I think <laughs> that's badass. I think though. that was the era I oh. was in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> One time he made our aunt pull over on the way from oh. summer camp and drive towards a towards tornado. Towards a tornado. Dude, we may be soulmates. I have an, a fascination with tornadoes. I dream about tornadoes like every oh. other night. It's a thing that I, I've read all sorts of different reasons and why I may be damaged and, and things like that because I dream of tornadoes. But oh if you ever want to chase that so, dream, please. Yeah. Let's, taking a summer off. Oh my God. I will drop everything right now to go chase tornadoes. Right? That was the opposite. I went into a full-blown crying panic attack. I remember it vividly. What? We got back to the house and I hid a bag of Funyuns and my favorite stuffed animals under the stairs. She what? immediately <laughs> ran to hide. Where, where was this in Florida? So this in was Dunedin. in Dunedin. We were in summer camp. We always did summer camp in Dunedin with our cousin who was the same age as us approximately. And we, 
uh, Twister had just come out. Oh, what a time. So uh, I think that's what did it for me, yeah. honestly, yeah, too. It romanticized Tornado. It really did. <laughs> and I only that wanted... scene with their legs in the oh air. Oh, my it's gosh. so beautiful. I wanted nothing more than to be Helen Hunt. Oh. Like, like, not even Bill. I wanted to be I, Helen Hunt. I was going to say, I'll be the Bill Paxton like, or Helen Hunt any day. That's perfect. Sam can be the cow lady. Yeah. <laughs> we got cows! <laughs> I can't do this. Uh, I think that's Bill Paxton's uh, his new wife. His new wife. Yeah. And she she knows what's up. She knows what's up. But um, yeah, we were in, this was actually a fucking weird story. We were in our aunt's van on the way home from camp. And she had one of those minivans that had like the, they chopped the top off and put like the TV. The bubble oh, on top. Bubble oh, on top. Are, yeah, that those are legit. Like, that was like, oh, you made it. With the VHS. <laughs> yeah, like luxury. Yeah, yeah. VHS player in the roof of the van and we were watching Twister. Oh my when goodness. We when it a Twister. And You're I, living my fantasy. And I turned out the window and I said, guys, oh no, I'm sorry. No, this was our cousin. Our cousin turned around and she was like, guys, I think I see a funnel cloud and we're like, you just want attention. Like, like <laughs> while watching while watching Twister. Like, yeah, you got us, cool. She's like, no guys, I'm serious. Look. And we all look out the window and we're like, that's a weird cloud. And minutes wow. later, it dropped over water as a water spout. Wow. And our aunt for a minute kind of entertained it. And I was like, Can we can we just see it a little closer? Uh, and she pulled into this empty lot, but I my ass jumped out of the flew car. Oh my out of gosh. The van. And she's and screaming after me. Get back in the car! I'm like, I just want to see it. And at this point, I'm just crying because I think Max is about to get oh, sucked wow. into space. Dude, this is an amazing story. I, uh, I'm, I've never, it is, I've got a few things in life that I'm trying to do. Number one, see a tornado in the wild. Oh. And number two, see a grizzly bear in the wild. They can, be, oh. Those are my two things that I need to do that are naturistically, you know, environmentally uh, connected. Is grizzly the largest of the yeah, bears? Yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen <laughs> a black bear one. in the, in the wild but but the grizzly and i'll probably have to go you know is to that montana. like an alaska oh, alaska i think you can get some out in like montana but it's probably going to take me going to alaska to see a grizzly bear but between those two things you know i want to stay on radio but this just reminded me that you're also an enthusiast of bigfoot <laughs> oh yes big uh that is a. Uh, I i think we might be so yeah I, 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 I might never leave i might just be moving in if my wife is listening uh, i found a new life <laughs> once uh, we're done i'm gonna just put on ancient aliens yeah. when we get to, oh my gosh uh, I am. I am. It's something I spend an, an unhealthy amount of time thinking about. And I don't, um, I don't know why there's probably a, you know, a therapist somewhere that could help me through it. But I think it's just the possibility that, that there is a big ape like creature rummaging through the forest of America that is too crazy to not dwell on it here and there. I mean, there's, there's really so much that is not explored. So or much known. land, so uh, much sea. It's no, it's not. Uh, I didn't really have an, any kind of insight into I happened upon um what's the show Unsolved Mysteries a Netflix oh. that was about oh. Bigfoot and the way that show is shot and the voice of that guy I was convinced by the end of yeah. that show well and, and again I don't want to go too far down the Bigfoot <laughs> rabbit hole but the problem is is that Bigfoot has been portrayed kind of as a joke always and forever so I think when people think Bigfoot you think there's one giant ape like creature somewhere and maybe sometimes people see him for those that believe, like myself, <laughs> yes. um, 
the, it's a it's a it's a species. It's there an are, endangered there are, species. Yeah, there are families, and if you really think about it, if you and fifty of your closest friends, or that's a low number, but let's just say you and fifty of your closest friends, your job in life was to go live in the woods and never be found by another human. That doesn't really seem that hard. I mean, if you have the most remote locations on Earth to hide in, and you are aware of humans, and maybe even a little over aware you you've got different types of skills that the average human doesn't have i think i think yeah bigfoot definitely exists yeah what yeah. Uh, what are multiple big, bigfoots uh, the, uh are there i think what, it's kind of like the, a deer uh, in the sense of if i see a family of bigfoot i would say big, hey look at those bigfoot those oh uh, not okay. the big feet yeah not i don't think big feet the, i think i think the look same look at all those bigfoot look at prancing all those. on the <laughs> Also, on the countryside, <laughs> I find Sasquatch, Sasquatch uh, to be a more uh, to be a more prudent, uh, you know, I scientific think, yeah, name. I think it's yeah, it's it's a little more PC now. Yeah. <laughs> he got a bad branding on Bigfoot. Yeah. He did the one big they footprint, did. I I and that was his identity. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love. I think some other time, if we can do a bonus episode, just do a good solid hour on nothing but Bigfoot. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> because I've got a I've got a lot to say and a lot of, of, of story. I, I go. We go into the woods up in Oklahoma by my parents just to in the hopes of seeing a Bigfoot one day wow. hasn't happened yet the skunk apes Some, I, I feel that way about aliens yeah yeah there's a lot of unsolved mystery episodes about aliens and that also feels very real yeah People are getting abducted by aliens. Well, yeah, I mean and I, nobody's talking about. Yeah, I mean we're we're ta we're talking about we, it, but I think that people, uh, I think people are getting abducted. I do. There's a lot of missing people out there. Think about all the drifters. Aliens probably have already figured out that they're easy to grab. Have you ever heard? Have you ever seen the movie or heard of the movie uh, Fire in the Sky? No. Yes, dude. So that guy, his name is Travis Walton. He legitimately was out with like eight dudes. They were working in, I think it was Arizona, in the woods. Uh, they were, you know, timber working, you know, cutting down the forest. And eight people sat and watched this guy be taken by an alien craft and he disappeared for five days and they found him like 150 miles away on the side of the road and he remembers everything and he had interactions with aliens and then kind of just blacked out and did they, they go in the back door like they um, say they did he, I don't know that he really goes in depth on on whether or not he was penetrated. A probing, um, yeah, but um, he definitely came out very, very disturbed. Like he didn't wow. talk or really communicate with anybody else. All his buddies, him, all of them have taken polygraph tests, and uh, you know, I'm, wow. I'm just saying. You I know, believe you mentioned, we're gonna have a spinoff series. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Arizona though, and after we went to Arizona, there's a lot of emptiness out there. Yeah. Like, there was there was a supernaturally weird element to Scottsdale that I yeah. just was. The clubs are like no dance floor. It's all tables with bottle service. So you look around the club and it's like bachelorette, bachelorette, bachelorette. Like seized. interesting. Yeah. I just saw. You guys watch Vanderpump Rules? Of course. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I didn't I saw it? Was it Katie that rented a house in the middle of Scottsdale? And, yes. Yeah. See, so I think there's something oh, to just yeah. girls getaways in uh, in yeah. Scottsdale. Scottsdale did a big brand push for some, bachelorette stuff. Yeah, some uh, marketing person somewhere is very rich because she was like, "This is what we could be: cactus bride." Go. <laughs> well, that's the, there's not. I mean, there's no like water, right? It's just no. it's just the sand and and bachelorettes. It was sand and cactuses, so like sand. 
like cartoon cactuses. You don't think you're going to see like real cactuses, but they're like the ones you think of when you think of a picture of a cactus. Like this, huge. This is a good pointer for single men looking to uh, scoop up some women. Take a long weekend in Scottsdale. For Take real. a long weekend yeah. in Scottsdale. Well, I learned this from watching that show Full Swing. I don't know if you've watched this. It's oh, a, it's is this a the golf, golf show? show? But I guess, so I learned a lot about golf watching that. The Waste Management Open. Have you heard of this? I know that it's a golf tournament where people just go nuts. That actually looks fun, but it also looks like the merging of those two worlds because it's apparently a golf tournament that is like a giant party. Like they have one of the holes built with like a stadium around it and people like throw beer cans on the golf course. So it's like, I could see that as a very interesting blending of Wait. bodies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just Google that. Yeah, no. I'll, yeah. I'll. And they call it the Waste Manager because it's sponsored by not because there's a lot of waste. Yeah. <laughs> I will say oh, the least sexy name of a golf like, tournament ever. That's just a coincidence that yeah. it's about garbage. Yeah. Uh, do I need to get Trash Colin back on yeah. here? I need, I need to call him and take him to this golf yeah. tournament. Anyway, uh, real quick, only for a tie-in, because we're—I think—we're about to go full circle. Uh, one of my other dreams, you talked about, you know, radio and knowing earlier. One of my earliest dreams, next to being on the radio, was being a garbage man really? to make the full waste, really? ma- to make the full waste management circle. Look at that! Was it the joy of how they jump no, on the truck? It was, well, I don't know if it's every—I don't know if it was this way in Florida. Because I don't see it very often now, especially with the futuristic claws. But it used to be the dude that rode on the back of the truck. Yeah. Like, that yeah. was my dream. Like, that was, I just wanted to be the guy uh, that rode on the back of the truck. Like, what a better life to have the breeze in your hair and <laughs> and, and just living Faint the dream. smell of. That is the thing. I don't <laughs> think. Weak that, old chicken in the I, back. I have a sensitive nose and I'm not really down with a lot of smells. So I think I was, uh, I was being a little presumptuous by believing that lifestyle was for yeah. me. I Adam, made the right choice. I hear it's a great career yeah. for anybody who goes. You got to get it. a lot of shots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I didn't ever think, didn't about, think that. about that. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Well, that, well, well. To take it back to radio, something <laughs> I was I was thinking on my way here about what I would ask you because we are so close already. I'm curious what so far, and you can share or not, most regrettable moment on air. Oh God! Oh, that's you a don't great have question. To share. No, 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 no. I will, I will I like absolutely, this. I will absolutely share. This is um, the kind of stuff that people want to know. <laughs> most regret, like maybe something you said that you immediately knew snowballed into something you didn't want it to be. The thing is, is that I think the the moment that's probably the worst. I don't even grasp. I don't even have a grasp on it. Like there are little things that I've done. One of them is fairly recent and it's only fresh in my mind, but we had some, uh, we had some strippers in the studio, uh, recently. And, um, I think I maybe, you know, pushed things a little too far. Maybe, uh, I knew in the moment that it wasn't necessarily right. Um, so those little things pop up, but I'm also, when it comes to regret, I'm, I'm pretty much an open book. So I don't have much that I regret in the way of sharing or, or saying things like, 
I know that now, obviously, just in the world that we live in, you can say something and not realize that you're saying something that's terribly offensive. Exactly. So that stuff, that's the hard part. Well, we're in this, and I don't know if it's Tampa. I don't know if it's the station that we're on on the bone, but we are super insulated. I, I don't know if there's just this this group of people that listen to the station are unoffendable because I think if you put the bone in a different city, like it might be canceled after the first week. Like mm -hmm. one comment that yeah. <laughs> seems like nothing to us or, or anybody else on the station would be enough to just mortify a bunch of people. So I think sometimes that that can get lost just because we're in a space that kind of seems so open mm -hmm. with, with, with the, the fan base. With, yeah, with a very specific audience. Yeah. And I, it's just so funny to me, like when you talk about bringing strippers in, because I'm like, I'm so used to going and visiting and like seeing Sam in yeah. her studio, and I forget like there's the bone down at the other yeah. end of the hall. That like you just have no idea what's going on in there. Well, <laughs> and that was just fresh. I don't. Nothing really, really sticks out that I that I look back at and go. I really regret it. You know, I just, yeah. I think there's been, there's been phases when I first came on the show, I think it was more of my role to be stupid and to do over the top stuff. And there's, there's a bunch of videos out there of me damn near butt ass naked, uh, you know, doing stupid stuff like that. And it doesn't really like that stuff doesn't bother me. It's more the stuff that probably pissed off my wife here and there. And there was, and, and it's stripper related. We, we did the, uh, we did the, we did a bit. Um, this one sticks out as well. Um, the, the sauna, it was, I'm a big fan of the sauna. I go to the sauna every morning. Oh. So we did a, uh, we did a bit where Joey, who was our video guy made a sauna that was in the I studio. Remember, yes. And the first time that we did it, we go figure had a bunch of strippers in. And it just, it, I was in, I was in my underwear to start. And so that was, that was bad enough. And then they started getting into it and there are just some screenshots and some things that happened on that day that Ooh. I'm not, I'm not super proud of looking that drive back. home was like, what are we going to talk about tonight? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm very, very lucky because I think, you know, in this realm of radio, like you've got to be with somebody who's going to be, you yeah. know, that, that understands. For the ride. Yeah, that yeah. understand. And I still think no matter what, there's there's always going to be a line. And, and I don't oh, think yeah. I've crossed yeah. it to the point of, uh, like there hasn't been one major blowout. The one that I just talked about that, that happened more recently, like, it's a very simple conversation where it's like, you know, you know that was a little much. And, and yeah. I think that if we can both agree on that, and I'm not making a habit out of it, then right. then it's yes. going to be okay. But that's really the uh, the regret stuff. I'm sure that if I dug deeper yeah. into my my mind, there'd be more. But uh, I try not to uh, dwell on anything that I say or do too long. Good, right. good, good. Yeah, it's well, out there. Let it be. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what's what always is mind blowing to me about what you guys do is you know we do this podcast you know once a week we record. When I was on hot, it was. Uh, we were talking like max five to seven minutes. I can't really imagine talking live for that many hours, that many days a week. And you have to feel, you must feel a sense of like, I need to own what I'm going to, whatever I'm going to say for yeah. this next four hours. And like, I, cause even cause listening back to this podcast, cause I listen after you edit the episodes and I'm always like, okay, I need to listen for like, did I absolutely, I'm very good at saying something <laughs> yeah. dumb and I'm like, oh, maybe I should take that out. Like I always wait for like the nine o'clock text <laughs> from like, Sam. So like, mad. Like, yeah. You know, maybe I shouldn't say that. So I just admire that you can have that confidence and own that many hours of words because <laughs> the, the bone is, is there's 100%. no music. There's right? no music. All yeah. I'll, I'll talk, which, you know, it's, 
those those moments are going to happen. I think almost in, embracing them to a certain extent where we do a bunch of stupid stuff and it might be a bit where there's strippers in the sauna and then the next second we I don't like going down those roads, but they're more serious and you're dealing in topics that people are fired up about and they can be offended by and, and, and touched in a way that maybe you don't want. But I just think that when people enter that realm, that's almost what they're expecting. And I, I think my biggest thing um, is just trying to be myself. And I, and I think that um, the reason that it's worked so well is, is that I, I don't, you know, want to put too much on and I, I just kind of want to give, you know, the realest version of myself that I can. Obviously you need to ramp it up a little bit just so that people will be intrigued. <laughs> but um, I just think that, that in every realm of art, music, whatever it may be, radio, I think that just being your truest self, people gravitate to that more than anything. I described it to Alex once, and maybe this is more of a of a pop top forty thing. I said, "Imagine me, but in caricature, where yeah. it's my my exact same features, but whatever I'm saying, I'm blowing it up a little bit. Like I'm leaning into some point of view that I probably have, but I'm like, or something I heard that I can just own and make mine. Yeah. But it's not. It's you, but that's a little. The bone is definitely very about authenticity, and people appreciate that. People can tell when you're not being yourself. <laughs> when I think, you know, not to tout you too much, but I mean, I think that a lot of your success over the past year has been that exactly. Is is people getting to see, you know, more of 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 you and the person and. and I don't think people, I don't think people get fooled too often. You know what I mean? Like there, no. there, I'm sure those characters throughout, you know, Hollywood who are just fake people and, and maybe it works for them, but specifically in our realm and in this kind of world podcast and radio, I think people just feel it. And, and even if it's subconscious and they might, they might not think this person's being fake as fuck, but I think that they do know it. And, and when they, when they feel that it's real, they gravitate to it. And that's, I mean, of the, you know, our five listeners out there. Um, <laughs> no, the, Maybe more on this episode. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I often hear that. I think the most common thing I get is like, Oh, it's like, you're just, you're talking to me. Like, I, I yeah. feel like I'm, I can respond to your, it's conversational. Yeah. And I think that's so important in, in, in radio and, and what you do often some like when you were saying the caricature, you know, you could also be playing against somebody, you know, right. yeah. just for the sake of having an argument, you know, right. it's you not always, necessarily coming from a real you, point like, of view. Yeah. It's like, okay, you guys disagree, lean into that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I mean, that's a big part yeah. of, of what we do. And I think, you know, when people compliment our show, one of the biggest things is, oh, the chemistry. And, and I think if, for people that are listening that know the dynamic of that show, you know, Drew has been a standalone uh, personality forever with very, very strong opinions. And, and, and he will go at callers and it will get ugly and, and all sorts of things. So <laughs> I think the sweet spot that we're in now is very often I legitimately disagree with him. Mm -hmm. So if you're a caller or you're a listener who disagrees with him, I think the paradigm shift has been now you have that person in the room who thankful for the re relationship we have and, and how Drew has welcomed me over the span of now five years where we're further down the road where I can push back more than, than a caller can or more than anybody can. So I think that's why we've kind of hit a sweet spot where at any given moment, if you're listening, you feel like somebody is your voice. Is you, speaking for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is important. Sometimes when you listen and you're just like, eh, it's this guy, or and that could be me, that could be him, whoever. But anytime you just feel like nobody is there to, to speak your opinion, <laughs> you can get lost in it. So I think that's the sweet spot we have now. You can only listen to two people agree on yeah. things yeah, for so like, long, oh, you know? Boring. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
Well, to full circle that most regrettable, what has been your most, uh, I would say, maybe it's somebody you met that you were like, gosh, I never thought I'd actually get to meet this person or a moment of success that has kind of marked a big milestone. It's weird because I this. I should have sent you the question. No, crying. no, because the, the the things that stick out to me, it's just it's things that I don't necessarily like. I I don't think this way just because I you know, I want to be different. I just think that I approach things differently, and the things that are really cool to me might not be the things that are cool to everybody else. Like being a part of this event, boat stock that we did in 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 uh, you know in. St. Pete a couple years in a row, uh, you know, being at a part now more and more every year where uh, I can be involved with Reggae Rise Up, being involved. I just want to be involved in the things that I actually care about. So I would say it's less less of one less of one thing and more about just things coming into fruition that are important to me and that I actually care about. Like that's the, and, and it's not, you know, some deep thing. I'm not at the point mm-hmm. yet where I've started a charity or anything like that. And hopefully that will come. And I think it, it, it will grow to that. But just now I'm the things that like right now it's a stupid little thing, but we just launched this beard product. That I love it. Is yes. just, it. It's just, it's just stuff that I, that I'm passionate about and being able to wiggle my way into situations through the show, uh, to, to alleys that I, that are just important to me through music and and through other products that that's just what fulfills me is, is not to go too far back, but like it was, it was been a road, you know, like it wasn't that long ago where I was thinking to myself, like, you're going to have to give this up. Like the, the, the road has ended, you know, like you've put in, six years, seven years, and, and it's not there yet. So you're going to have to go. So to go from that to where we are today in the span of, you know, five years, uh, I just, every little thing along the way that I used to just think, wouldn't that be cool? Uh, all kind of coming into reality is, is the kind of stuff that I really like. That's <clears throat> I'm getting you emotional. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah. And we're joking. Yeah. I'm not sure which. Uh, no, yeah, that's like the the manifestation. It's like using the vessel of what you've got to do the things you want. I love. And um, you talked about your beard because if nobody was going to bring it up, I was going to bring it up. You have a very nice beard. Thank you, thank you. And just and so it you know, looks well manicured. Just so you know, I I brought you some beard product today as well. Stop it. So uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get some of that. I'm just you know there are, there are things I like. I like beards. I like beef jerky. I like music. Like I am a very very simple man, and just to be able to get into things that, you know, on, on a different angle, uh, that I'm passionate about. That's all I've, I've ever really wanted to do. So we did, we launched this beard product, uh, that, that is actually completely sold out in the span of one weekend. Like the the reception on it, the reception on it was just more than I ever, 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 ever could have imagined. So, um, you know, it's just, uh, doing stuff that you love. I think that if you, it sounds super duper cliche, but I, but I do think if you can just dig in with things that you love, uh, eventually the rest of it is, is going to follow. Well, that's very appreciated because as somebody whose hair is only on one place on their head and it's <laughs> not on the top, <laughs> I take pride in my beard. I can. I, I mean, I'd love to see that thing come out a little bit more. I'd love to see that thing get, get a little bushier, I've get a little tried, wild. I've tried and I always end up getting itchy and hot and you, you I, got, you uh, got to, you got to push through it and, uh, and I have some products that are going to help you get through oh, that. Oh, here journey. we go. <laughs> yes. No, but, but I need it. Yeah. You, I just those first few. Weeks I just started right. dabbling in dyeing it because I was getting like, I like weird it. patches. I like the uh, dyeing. Well, uh, patches of, of another of like of gray. gray. Like gray is coming in, which I don't mind. A you know a cute little salt and pepper moment, 
but all of a sudden it was like one giant thing on one side and i don't know and it started it all started because our sister got married and i was like okay there's gonna be a lot of photos i want it to be nicely trimmed and i was like oh what the hell i'll get a little beard dye and of course now i'm addicted and i can't stop no it looks really good it really does well and the thing is yours does look great i think you've got to make that dye decision early on because now i have surpassed the window of dye so sometimes i'll catch a look out the side and just realize it's like all gray in one spot which I can't go back now. Like if I show up at work tomorrow and I've just got a jet black beard, people are going to be like, dude, what's going on? Well, that's what you have to like, you have to slip it in with another big change. You have to do or or wear like a crazy shirt or something. That's actually a great idea. I'll shave my head and dye my beard on the same day. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. This is going to be good for our, I uh, used to wear fake hair product when I was losing my hair. I, okay. My barber one time gave me (laughs) fake hair product, like fake actual hair or like a spray. So I, it was, um, so back in Queens, uh, our barber was cutting my hair and he was very direct. He was like, you're going bald. And I was oh, like, no. oh, I was 24 at the time. Oh. <laughs> That's worse. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I know. It runs with my family, whatever. Just keep doing the same, whatever you're doing. And he whips out this thing. It looks like a deodorant stick. Oh. <laughs> and the label is in Korean. <laughs> oh. Well, often the, you know, the, 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 the Asian population is usually a little bit ahead of us. They so. were because yeah. I was like, what is that? And he's like, I'm just going to shake some into your hair. I'm like, shake some. <laughs> and he, like a, like a, like a pepper shaker. He just puts this powder stuff in my hair and it looks like, like if you swept the trimmings of somebody's hair off the barbershop okay. floor, okay. it looked like little bits of hair. Okay. So he shakes it in. And kind of, you know, moves some stuff around. And then he hairsprays it. And apparently as soon as it got hairsprayed, it was like that lash max. You know that? (laughs) It was. It was like the lash extending mascara. Once it got wet, it just turned into hair and like stood on end. Well, talk about an addiction. I was like, I'll take that. Oh, wow. But then suddenly I was like, I have to do something. So I was like, cut it really short. Just do something really different with my hair. And I'm going to introduce this in as oh, a new thing. Oh, there you go. How long did that, uh, how long did it hold up? I did that for about a year and I finally just got sick of it. There was like, he told me he couldn't get any more. Cause I think he like went to a dock somewhere. And You've got, it got off the boat. head <laughs> to be, to, to, to have no hair. Like Thank if I you. can say like, it's very, it, it, it lends itself to, uh, to, to, to the look you got going on. I appreciate I've always, I've always told myself knowing I was going to go bald. I was like, the minute it looks like I'm trying to hide it, I'm just going to get rid of it all and just leave it there. Cause you just know, like you see guys, you know, you do like a, try to do a comb over or something like you just know when somebody's going bald and you can see it. So I was like, I don't want to be that. I'm just going to shave it all. And you just embraced it and it's yeah. working. Be bald. <laughs> I remember calling you at one point and there was something very serious going on, but Jesu answered the phone. And I remember him saying, He's washing his hair out. <laughs> He'll be right there. <laughs> Not just like washing or rinsing his hair, like actually washing his well, hair off. Yeah, well, that's another thing. You couldn't get wet. It was like you were, oh, it was like no. a gremlin. What do you do at like a you pool get party? Or like a, what, what do you that, yeah, so I had to really think about like the weather forecast that day. <laughs> I had to think about what I was going to be doing. That's too much stress. <laughs> because if it got too wet, it would start dripping down oh. my face. I know, Rudy Giuliani, that video. Oh, oh yeah, just like, like that. that. Maybe it was the same <laughs> Maybe he gets his hair done in Queens.
Oh, let's I, talk about I always the cocktail. Forget, I always forget about the yes. cocktail. Uh, so we made transfusions because I understand. Yeah, it's it's just a, it's a dream, a dream. Which which the, the whole incestual thing going on here because I really learned and, and fell in love with the transfusion from uh, from 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 Sam's uh, lovely husband. So uh, it, it's all just uh, you know right here. That mm. makes sense. Yes, I, I don't like, remember where that conversation happened. It was it it stems from the uh, it stems from the uh, Mike Allstott tournament because oh. I didn't know anything about it, and then uh, I don't know whether he was the direct hand that decided that the, the mixes should be uh, there and everything. But I, he was like, you need to try one of these. And I did. And uh, it's been one of my favorite drinks ever since. I, I would say I'm very seasonal with my drinking. I like to, it's, Same, a, it, yeah. it's, uh, it's usually uh, vodka in the spring and summer months and then kind of with some tequila peppered in and then whiskey mm. in the winter. So uh, it's transfusion season. It is transfusion season. And it... It's one of those drinks that there's not really a clear story on where it started. I know it's like a, it started on a golf course yeah, somewhere. I've like that's that. where it started. Um, it's inter- it's vodka, ginger ale, and Welch's grape juice, yep. and yes. like a squeeze of a lime. Yep. And it's so simple, but it's like, where did they get grape juice? Like no, that's like no bar has grape juice. They don't. So, you know, yeah. so some guy golfing brought his own grape juice at some point. So I'm 99% positive that what I'm about to say is a lie. But I, I, somebody told me that bars won't carry grape juice because it somehow intensifies your buzz. That's why you never see a bar with grape juice. Like I said, sounds like a lie. Wow. I wonder what the grapes I've never, have that's so aggressive. I've, I've never heard that. And but I'm have you ever gonna, seen grape juice at a bar either? I know, no. and I've been behind them for 17 years, and I have never actually served grape and juice in a bar. And I will say, if I was forced to stand on a grassy golf course in the sun for five hours, I would need my buzz intensified. I like, need. love to all you golfers. Not for me. Yeah. Oh, and I, I am honestly right there with you. The uh, I, where oh. the the tournament where I found this is the my only golfing uh, expedition of the year. We're going to yeah. do it in a few more it's weeks. Coming and, up, I'm and, excited. And, and it's more of it's much more of a drinking event for me than it is a golfing event. I just I, I like to get my buzz on as strong as can be. I, I love that weekend, and I know your wife does too mm-hmm. because it's we get to stay at a hotel. And they go golf, and we get to go to the pool. <laughs> yeah, the she's already uh, uh-huh. looking forward to your your day yeah. together. That I'm sure is full with lobster rolls and fish tacos. Yes, and last cocktails. year we, we seeked out a lobster roll. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think didn't um, a, the, so the only reason I actually knew what a transfusion was was through Barstool Sports. They so yeah they they launched I guess through I think the brand is Owens uh, yeah. drink mix yeah they that's Barstool and they they partnered up on a, a little can mix because when I was working back at Hair of the Dog in New York it was like a college bar and one day they brought in these and they're like these are gonna be like five bucks a piece if anybody asks for them it's just a thing we did and I was like what the fuck is yeah. this <laughs> grape juice and ginger ale in a can. It what? works, it and really- it worked. People instantly came in and saw that, and they knew. So I, I, I know there's a story back there with with Barstool Sports. I they- also think that secretly it taps into like a childhood memory because nobody has really had old school Welch's grape juice since they were a child. So I think something that- like triggers your brain back to your childhood. It makes you feel safe and warm. Mm. <laughs> well, have you I, not? I don't need to be drink- any more warm on a golf course yeah. than it already is. <laughs> You, your noise made me think that you didn't drink grape juice as I know, a child. I know. I think that's where my mind was. I don't. 
What juice did we? <laughs> we didn't. Drink. What was your juice? What was your childhood juice? Arizona iced tea. <laughs> that was our juice as children. We didn't I really know. have. We had. No, we um, probably drank apple. We juice. had squeeze it. Oh, squeeze it were great. And I did like the grape, the the purple the ones. What, a, what about a hug? Are the you little, a hug family? Oh yeah, Dude, the hugs yes. were legit. They had those at aftercare. Mm-hmm. I remember we drank those. At oh, so those were one. not in the home, just at the uh, special after <laughs> they school. Were, they were at the after. <laughs> Since we're on this roll, do you, how about the? Um, I was thinking about these the other day. The the popsicles, uh, the frozen, <gasps> oh. just cut the tops off in the yeah the the tube. What, what were those called? Freeze pops. Uh, freeze, freeze pops. pops. Yeah, that's one of those things that I feel like you forget that you can buy it as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you just wouldn't. But you're absolutely right. Like those that's, mega packs. I recently, like, why have I not? kept one in my freezer yeah. like because i could use that midday yeah <laughs> well friends with kids do all that stuff like i went shopping with my friend who has like a five-year-old and we got all these freeze pops we got spider-man ice pops i'm like all of this still exists yeah. it's amazing you don't realize it I'm, until uh until there's something going on with kids that there's just all that cool stuff uh, a certain gushers, age fruit just, by the foot all yeah. that stuff is very Did much you around see the story recently about the fruit roll-ups and what <laughs> Are people accidentally eating the plastic? Is so that I, what it is? Yeah, I guess there was a TikTok trend that they are better in the freezer, but people were sticking the whole box in the freezer and then opening it oh. like a popsicle and forgetting that With there's the plastic. plastic and then eating the plastic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to do less sometimes. I mean, it's, you know, if that's the worst <laughs> thing, do less. If that's <laughs> the worst thing. Do you guys, uh, not to just bring up random childhood uh, child <laughs> treats, yeah, have you both had an Uncrustable before? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I've never had an Uncrustable. Really? I've, and I keep hearing, like, I feel like the hype is ramping up on the Uncrustable, and I've never I've never had one in my entire life. I'll get backlash for this, but you're not missing much. I, I, I don't like it. I don't, I never found, I never got the are you allure. A, are you a PBJ person I love in nature? I love a PBJ as a sandwich. I feel and, like you're one of those people that's like, I like the crust. I'm not. I'm like, I could do without it. Oh, are you? I, is that the whole deal? That I mean, I understand it's an uncrustable, but is it? Is like, the deal just... Kids don't like crust. But it looks like an empanada. Because it's, well, it's because they make a sandwich and then they cut the crust off. Is that all it is? Yeah. yeah. In a circle. It's a cute circle. But oh. like, the whole idea was for kids who didn't like the crust oh. on their sandwiches. Yeah. That's why they're called uncrustables. I thought it was a little more advanced than that. Well, they're fun in the freezer because that middle <laughs> layer... <laughs> How fun are they? <laughs> the middle yeah. layer becomes this like yeah. peanut butter crunchy popsicle thing. Sam's freezer so you, has a disco ball. You eat them frozen? <laughs> you eat them while they're frozen? I thought you, do you put them in the I microwave? I feel like I did. Is that enjoyable? Them, but do you like, don't warm them like up. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was the fridge. Either way, I mean, I'm learning. I remember they were good cold. I'm 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 looking to learn more, and clearly I'm talking to the wrong people. Uh, Max hates them, and you're eating them just frozen as a rock out of the freezer. So. I don't, yeah, our family just made us PB and J's. Yeah, as did I'm yeah. like, and that was that's fine. It's like I, let's buy this product that costs more than yeah. a loaf of bread. But. Yeah. As far as like highlight childhood snacks the cousin we were referenced earlier uh who had the the minivan with the, with the thing and the tornado shelter yeah. and her she, stairs uh, she also had the mom who kept a cabinet of every little debbie oh. type snack and we didn't have that at our house they we had a, they had a proper like 
pantry of <sighs> snacks. I mean, Star Crunch. Uh, the little one with the smiley face on it, the orange thing, the, the like zebra the, cakes. What? the donut what? Wait, sticks. What, what's, the, what's the orange smiley face? <laughs> I consider pumpkin, myself... Orange smiley face thing at the, at the holidays, the pumpkin smiley. Oh, the pumpkin flaps. The, the <laughs> pumpkin <laughs> flaps? That's not what they're called. Dude, what this is not a real thing. <laughs> I, it's, uh, um, I don't think that... I think they're called I don't like... Know why that I mean, the, the fact that that <laughs> was in your top three mentioned out of the little Debbie cabinet is concerning. I just the, the pumpkin the flap? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a spice cookie that's folded over and it has a little pumpkin face it's carved really in not it. a good example is this a seasonal treat do they <laughs> only serve them treat. around halloween yeah and oh. i collect every box that oh. still exists i didn't i never uh i consider myself that was a deep cut sam i will say <laughs> like of all the little Debbie's. <laughs> yeah. oh you know the star crunch the nutty buddy the pumpkin flap <laughs> you know all the classics it skipped right I over zebra like, cake and like i don't even know now if that's actually one but like when I was picturing <laughs> the cosmic brownie, <laughs> I was like uh, picturing the snacks to roll through, and that like came to mind, and I was like, "Yeah, that one." They used to do the coffee cake, and coffee they don't cakes. do it anymore. The coffee, I can never find it. It was like a a, a rectangular oh, coffee are cake. They, yeah. What? Wait, wasn't that called something else? A was that called like stick. a donut stick? Oh, donut yes. sticks. No, that was a different snack, and I did love the donut stick. No, they made a like crumb cake, like a cinnamon crumb cake. Oh, and it was I do rectangular, remember it now. It and was, I ate all of those, and I could never find them as an adult. It's the same packaging as a Cosmic Brownie. Yes. Wait, are you talking about, are we back to the pumpkin? or the, no, no. We're on the, we're on the, the, we're on the crumb cake. Crumb okay. cake. Okay. Same packaging, different flavor. By same packaging, you just. Like, like the, the same little, size like as a Cosmic Brownie. Like two squares like, in a package. But it was a coffee Dude, cake. Dude, the Cosmic Brownie was a game changer because there was a period when I was younger where the only brownie that was available was the brownie with the nuts in it. And then they changed the game oh, when true. they brought in the Cosmic Brownie with the little delicious Can't candy pieces. Can't get away pieces. with that these days. Nothing can have nuts. There was a time in my life. Morning label. Damn kids. There was a time in my life I was convinced that I could go on a cosmic brownie diet (laughs) and that would be. This lasted maybe two weeks. I was like, well, what if the only, like the main meal I eat in a day is a cosmic brownie and nothing else? (laughs) Dude, I love cosmic brownies. (laughs) That didn't last very long. I was like 25 when I did this. Also, it's all, I mean, it is technically all about calories. You would probably be starving. I think you should launch this. I think you should do a little more research and and get people hooked on the cosmic brownie diet. Really into it for two weeks. Two cosmic brownies a day and you're good. Uh, that and the, the, the pumpkin flaps are just <laughs> in the upper... Uh, I'm going to find a photo of a pumpkin I get, flap. I believe they are called pumpkin delights. <laughs> Dude, this must be a Florida delicacy because I'm telling you, I am a snack boy and I've lived my whole life and I've never seen a pumpkin flap or a pumpkin delight. Uh, there's one deep in my Instagram somewhere, but a pumpkin delight. Are, yeah, I get them every year. They it's, still make so them. So it's like a jack-o'-lantern... Uh, it's a That's flap. what it looks like. Is it? It is a pumpkin delight. Pumpkin. I've never seen this in my entire really? life. Well, there was always <laughs> one family in Old Northeast when we were growing up that gave those out as trick or treats. That's kind of nice, actually. I envisioned it with an orange frosting, more of a oh, traditional no. jack o' lantern. This got is like well, a the picture is really cute. The, the 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 actual product looks like like somebody's head was put in a microwave. Yeah, I like don't even think the picture horrifying. is cute. Really, it just looks very <laughs> underwhelming. Especially to be one of your top faves, <laughs> and it's called a. It says cookies. Are they cookies? Yeah, it's a. They're it's soft, like a though. soft fold over cookie. I gotta get one. <laughs> I gotta get one. We'll have you back on in October. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. Yeah. We'll do the Sasquatch Trust alien me. pumpkin flap special. <laughs>
I'll go first because okay. I'm fresh off this thought. <laughs> Sam's coming in hot with her with her local recommendations okay, this week. Yes, so this is where you've been, which is we highlight a place we've been and <laughs> listen. <laughs> Raising canes. Have uh, you heard of it? Wait, it, what is this? It's a chicken tender place. Oh, and I just what? want a moment to vent about it. Oh, oh, it's gonna be not good. Here's the thing. Oh. <laughs> When Raising Cane's is a, I think it's Cane's plural. It's a big chicken tender chain. I don't know if it's national or how, well, like a portion. I don't know. Like more southernish, I yeah. think. Yeah, but it it arrived in Tampa. You know the Sam's mm-hmm. Club on Gulf mm-hmm. to Bay, or not Tampa, Clearwater. Yeah, it's in the parking lot of yeah. that Sam's Club on Gulf to Bay. And I saw news articles about this. Everyone was talking about Raising Cane's. Me and Alex one day were like, let's go see what it's all about. When I tell you the hype around this restaurant was dangerous, there was cops directing traffic. What? It was raining. It was also the first week it was open. It was like packed parking lot, packed drive-thru. I waited in the car because we couldn't go through the drive-thru. He went inside, got the chicken tenders, and it's the same as every other chicken tender place. I was going to say, you guys are kind of chicken tendy people. Like, it seems like you try all the hot chicken tendy places. Well, Alex is big on Huey Magoo's, which just got here from Orlando. What is it called? Huey Magoo's. Huey Magoo's? I've never heard of (laughs) it. It's in Pinellas Park. Oh. (laughs) But it's like, he loves Huey Magoo's. But to me, it's like, this was the same as the same as Zaxby's. They give you the chicken tenders. They give you the crinkle cut fries and a toast and an orangish sauce. Yeah. And I'm just like, how can we not be more innovative? The hype for that. And and I'm telling you, the Raisin Cane's thing, I'm not hating on you, but it was a little under-seasoned. It's, I am hating oh, on you. Oh, that, that's... Well, I mean, this it was is a little under-seasoned. I almost, I don't know if it would be a Florida thing or a just a Southern thing, but the, definitely if you wanted to just give this portion of the country their own food. It's the fast food chicken tendy with toast and an orange sauce. Like that is understand the thing. Like let's innovate. Let's have a different shape fry. Why are they all crinkle cut? Well, I mean, like a crinkle cut's good though. And you don't get a crinkle cut everywhere. I mean I, I can get it at Zaxby's Humagoose and Raising Games. <laughs> Isn't there another one too that was big like up in uh Gainesville or Tallahassee or something that they Oh you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't know. I exclusively go to Popeyes, and that's it. Really? I go to the Popeyes on 34th Street where they are, they, are fighting their for their fry? life in there. It's like <laughs> one girl in a hairnet and slides. <laughs> They're closing. They're closing slowly, by the way. They are. You need to get in there more because they, they need your support. I'm there once a week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, they had to close the drive-through because everybody quits every week. Oh, like it's just one manager, one girl, and a, and like the fry guy, and that's it. Every time I go in there, and I'm and they're like, "We're so sorry, we're just." I'm, I know, I got, I got nowhere to be. Just hit me in the face with so, my biscuit. Just pull this, pellet, pull me. this area. So I used to live very close to here. We lived right off of Fifth uh, and like Thirty First or something. Oh, so like yeah, very yeah. close. I feel like the the corridor is is rough for fast food. Like they 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 are all kind of fighting for their lives at any given moment. Yeah, it's it's they really are struggling. I hope Popeyes doesn't go of all of the things that could go, but I just read that they're getting a new biscuit there. Ooh, it's a strawberry biscuit with oh, yeah, frosting. Yeah. Is it there now? It is. Did you try it? No. But it's upsetting. I, I didn't even want to ask if they had it because I was. <laughs> you were so worried you're gonna just send things down a bad exactly. road. Exactly. Th- I I go there for one thing and one thing only. I got my sandwich and my Dr Pepper and I leave. What, is that? Yeah. What's your What's your I order? I get the sandwich. I get the classic sandwich. 
coleslaw and fries and a and a doctor. Oh, Pepper. so you you you're still riding the Popeye's chicken sandwich hype? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's wow. it's still my favorite chicken sandwich. It was interesting that people were I just ate a waiting. cold one out of the fridge this morning actually. Oh, wow. oh cuz they actually gave me two when I was there uh 2 days ago because when they print out the ticket to like make it, it's if you get the combo <laughs> My man, my man's got uh, these underground secrets. I don't know if I should be. No wonder why they're going out of business. (laughs) Exactly, they are doubling everyone's order because they they list the to make ticket. It says one original chicken sandwich, but that's the meal that's listed. And then under it, they're like one original chicken sandwich, one fry, one coles. Like they, so the meal is listed, and they think it's an item because they're moving so quickly. Oh my gosh! I hope they don't listen. Every yeah, yeah. Hopefully, word does not get out. The last three times I was there, I got an extra chicken sandwich. Wow. See, you know, when I think of Popeyes, what I think of, and this is gonna be sad for you. Uh, Stabbings. No, but do you? (laughs) Do you remember when we drove? to new york to move you there yeah and i was in high school one yep. of the last meals we had together oh. this was a long road trip was popeyes oh wow it's in your blood and i got food poisoning oh no <laughs> and so here's what happened like we drive we, this journey to new york with a u-haul and then i was flying home oh no so like it was one of the last meals we had on the road slept that night flew home oh, in the morning no. by the time i landed I was, Dying. I missed, it was right, it was New Year's Eve, and I missed all New Year's Eve <sighs> celebrations. I was dying. And yeah. I, I'm I not about saying that. it was Popeye's. I'm just saying that was the last thing I remembered eating. And this was, they, they were struggling even back then. Remember when we went through that drive-thru and they were like, I asked for like extra mayo. They're like, we don't got any mayo today. Well, <laughs> like, struggling back no, then, no mayonnaise I, in, I, in a Popeye. I feel like they've been str- like they've yeah. been struggling. Like they were struggling and yeah. then they I got a famous I think sandwich. That's the business model, just yeah. bare minimum yeah. always. And the then it, real. innovate once in a while. Strawberry business. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try it. Wow. Maybe it'll be crazy. Wow. I'm just gonna I, that's my that's my where I've been. There you go. Uh, input, I love that you're I, supporting them. I still go once in a while. Yeah, so I'm a big PDQ girl when it comes to tenders, and maybe oh, I'm biased your... because they they always come to the radio station. Yeah. But I really just like their sauces. Their sauces, their sauces are. are really good. Can I tell you? I've been thinking about an underground business opportunity. If you want to roll with me, so at Amelie Arena, it's the only place on earth I believe you can find all of the sauces in on the pump. All the so, PDQ sauces. Yes. Wow. So I'm thinking if we start harvesting the the, <laughs> the sauces into small little to go containers, and then we can sell them at a cut rate price online. Just they're all on a do it like a, like on a all pump. pump. Yeah. Even I mean that's the next level. But even if you just want to have some uh, you know hot honey sriracha or whatever for the home, bring a Ziploc bag with you to the next Lightning game, and and you'll be good to go for a couple months. <laughs> that's amazing yeah yes. I, I every time i see them, i'm like why how like how, like i would imagine these are kept under lock and key I and know, you just open like, them up with pumps for the public <laughs> it's kind of crazy could you imagine if they put chick-fil-a sauce in a pump oh, the hype around that sauce that's oh. the name of the business pumps for the public <laughs> pumps for the public. dude i think this is actually a bigger <laughs> business model that i knew about we're a place and it's called pumps for the public we just have every sauce ever on a pump and you pay by like the pound i'm in 
100 percent oh my uh is it my turn okay, now yeah, it's your turn okay yeah. so i've yeah. come up with two things uh my favorite uh bar in the world especially where i live now is uh kahuna's it's one of my favorite spots i don't know if you guys ever get in there i it's, went there in the cody's days uh it's uh, it's right on gandy sorry uh, that's sam's one obligatory reference well, to working dude, at cody's i i I, my, I long for cody's like i have an improper love for cody's and the so fact good. that that one is not still there by the station brings me sadness like to be able oh. to get such meat and a bowl of salad and those those rolls and the butter like that was we didn't we should have given cody's their flowers while they were still here exactly. like we didn't we didn't appreciate them properly uh when they were here so i'm i sign off on that i just i just love your <laughs> description of a meal at cody's like you know the meat and the salad I mean, and the that's, bread that's all i want i just but everybody want, knows exactly those things i yeah. just want the biggest piece of meat and the biggest bowl of salad that you can give yeah. me and i'm gonna be a happy and man a basket of that bread uh, anyway where but, is but Kahuna's is, Kahuna's. Kahuna's is right on Gandhi. It's across from the dog track. Uh, great, great, great bartenders and staff. Oh. And they're known, they say, the sign says it, best fajitas in Tampa Bay. And I stand by that. It's kind of a dive wow. bar vibe. But they're known for their fajitas. Uh, and, and I swear by them. And I love it. And I love to take over the touch tunes. It's one of my favorite places. Oh, I love you a touch tune. You yeah. need to let us know yeah. next yeah. time. Yeah, we're very often, uh, we're, we're very often go to Kahuna's. Is that, that's the place that's like, Right near that big intersection. Yes, yes. Okay. There's like the apartment complexes right there, and then also while while we're shouting people out, JJ's Deli right next door, oh. who's got a hell of a rap. Oh, uh, they okay. are uh, they are there as well. So right next to each other, and then if I can, uh, Last Local. My buddy owns that company here in uh, in St. Pete, and they're just a great uh, clothing line that is a uh, local to St. Pete. He's kind of uh, found his niche by by this branding that says, you know, don't move to Florida. Your state is great, and really oh, embraces. Oh my god, funny. I love yeah. that. Uh, is really, that a store? That's front? the hat you're wearing uh, they're, currently. They're in a uh, they're in a bunch of uh, of different stores around. Uh, you know, I know they're an over overhead surf shop. Overhead on yeah. John's path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're over there, but uh, you know they're in a lot of surf shops around the state now, and they've been kind of blowing up. And I just love a, a from the ground uh, type business. So those would be uh, my two. Well, I love the hat that you're wearing. So yeah. I will check them out. Thank love you. that. <laughs> you know, I saw this funny thing on TikTok. I hate to say that, but I'm saying it. And it was like, what did people do before social media to get attention? And it said, order fajitas. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love fajitas. I am passionate about fajitas. Like, I think just sizzling, not to go back to the meat, just sizzling meat uh, is, is, is something that I'm, I'm going to be in for. Uh, so I have, I have one more thing. Oh, I, yes. Uh, so, so, oh, yes. I have a, I know that often you incorporate uh, photos of, of, of you guys when you were kids. Yes. <laughs> so I have a photo that is, it's borderline problematic. Uh, it's, it's of me when I was probably 14 years old and I am dressed, I've talked about it on the air before and built it up because it is, it's troublesome. I mean, it's, it's, it's me, it's going to blow your mind when you see it. It is, it is me, I was getting, don't hold this against me. I was on my way out the door to go to a Lil Romeo concert. Yeah. Oh my God. And I am, I am in a FUBU jersey uh, and a white uh, thank, bandana. Thank and, and I would love, if at all possible, uh, to offer that picture up uh, to, to post along with the episode. Nothing would make us happier. Yeah. That sounds it, great. It's, uh, it's, I don't know if it'll get me canceled or not, but it's, um, it's going to shock you when you see no. You think you might know me, but when you see this picture, it's going to question everything you thought you I, I would absolutely love that because that brings up like you weird. <laughs> what? No, no. Go what? ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> that just reminds me of like 
how much we got away with of terrible things before yeah. like yes. cell phones and social media. Like our high school theater department, love them. We one year did uh, this musical called oh, no. Songs for a New World. Uh-oh. And it's 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 one of those musicals that was never really popular, but it's super popular in the high school theater world. Like people go nuts over the writing. I thought it was boring. I mean, whatever. I liked I didn't like musicals. Uh, there's it's because we can't sing, Max. So we were never yeah, the lead, and singer. we couldn't be the center of attention. Uh, That's yeah. why we didn't like musicals. <laughs> so that this this show was it wasn't so much like a big a storyline. It was each song told its own story. It was sort of a review, I guess, if you will. But one of them was the story of like this young guy lived on the street, and it was called Steam Train. Oh, and it was in the show. It was a it was a black man, oh, no. like telling his story about wanting to be a star and being a star basketball player. Oh my god, oh, god. I remember this now. Oh god, did you did, did, did you did you did you? It was not me. I wanted that song. I'm so glad I didn't get it now. Uh, they gave it to this other guy because he was really tall. Um, but there was not one black person in that show. Did, and did they do, we did they all dressed like, no, no black face. Oh, okay, my God, okay, no. Okay. But we all dressed like in what you would say is streetwear. <laughs> <laughs> this is painful. And like, oh, here's all these like white teenagers in feet high with like backwards hats and yeah. hoodies and like yeah. bandanas. Well, yeah, that and we're all like throwing our hips back and the, forth. Like the, it was painful. Well, like we just recently resurfaced this because my friend found the DVD of it, and I was like, "Oh no, yeah, burn this." Yeah, somehow, <laughs> somehow that makes me feel worse because mine wasn't for a play or yeah. for anything. It was just, it was just my life. Don't was you wonder what all those parents were thinking watching that? Like. Somebody had to be like, "This is cringy." That was a different time. Yeah, yeah, we didn't so. have that. We didn't have that. Uh, the barometer for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. See, we when didn't. you said Little Romeo concert, I was reminded of my own traumatic experience at a Chameleon Air concert <laughs> oh. that I've never talked about, and I think this is my platform. <laughs> if there was any, I was a senior in high school, and me and my friends went to see Chameleon Air. This is the height of Riding Dirty, the it song. Me rolling. Love that yes. song, and this. <laughs> We're standing Uh-oh. in Janice and we all had our heels on. We were all dressed oh, up. This wow. is like a night out if you're 18 because you can get into a show so of Janice. How, how old are you at this point? Probably six, 17 or 18. Okay. And these parents, well, these people are behind me and my friends and they have a small child with them, like a kid. Like maybe he's like six. And they send this kid up to me and he taps me on the arm and I like say hi. And he goes, can I have a kiss on the cheek? <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, he's a little kid. Oh, my, fr- no. I looked at my friends and they were kind of like, whatever. I go to kiss this kid on the cheek and he turns his head. <gasps> oh, <laughs> no. And kisses me on the lips. Oh, oh, oh. Oh no! Well, you just took me through a whole oh, roller coaster. No. I thought. Also, yeah, never once did I know where this story was going. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was going in a different direction. How oh. how how old was he? Like six, and I didn't know was him. It, was there any tongue? No. <laughs> I feel like this is my place to come clean. Did you this. feel? Do you did you I, feel? Uh, so this happened, and I jumped back, and then my friends are laughing. The parents behind us are dying. Who I don't know. They put this kid up to this. Oh, the parents put him up to this. Yes, the wow. parents dared him to do this to me. Wow. And the re- I blacked out for the rest of the evening because I was 
First of all, I thought someone was going to arrest me. I oh, was you like, thought you were like a predator panicked. at that I point. was like, what just happened? This stranger's child just kissed me on the lips. Oh, you mm-hmm. thought you were like set up like Chris Hansen style. I like, don't know go- what was happening. Yeah. It's traumatic for me and I cannot, listen, yeah. I cannot wow. listen to Riding Dirty anymore. Wow. Dude, that is a... Like, you who ever are see the, those people, dude? I would love to do. You gotta, you gotta do some research and have a special episode where she's reunited with We're a six-year-old this family. And yeah. he's like traumatized. Yeah. Well, I'm what? clearly traumatized. I've been wanting to yeah, talk about say, this. Something about Little Romeo. Unburden like, yourself. Uh, yeah. Well, wow. Jesus. So I'll get you that picture. Long story short. Uh, yeah. Yes, we need yeah. it. It's, 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 if you're willing to put it in the public, it will space. be. It will be. Uh, yes. You will look at me differently, guaranteed. I, I will can't tell you wait. that it's troublesome. That we've all had that day. Yeah. <laughs> this has been very, uh, very fun. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. This has been a pleasure. It I really, really has. Appreciate it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start stopping by more often now. And I know we're such like-minded individuals. Anytime. And stay tuned for our spin-off series yes, on season Supernatural two. Creatures. Coming soon. <laughs>